Welcome to Star Trek Mission Report. Two-part finale at in Arcadia Ego, part one and two. This episode as well just kind of uh, jumbles back into some disjointed approaches to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was looking through every episode and there was one writer that was fairly common for most of them. I think Michael, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, Shabon. Yeah. And... But then there's like they're sprinkled in. I don't know seven or eight other writers, and a couple episodes are written by completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think that the biggest drawback when you do that is, you know, you're following an outline at that point, and then you're telling another writer, you know, well here's the key pieces. Go make something up, you know. And, yeah. Right. And, and, and that makes it that can make it a little tougher. Right. It's like you have an hour to go. <laughs> right, you have an hour to go, and so, but you know, I mean, they they get to uh, the Capelius, the uh, yes, um, yeah, the home world that the um, synthetics are on, and you know, they they go through the transwarp conduit, which was pretty cool. Too bad Voyager didn't have that. <laughs> right. Back in the day, what <laughs> uh, would have made for a short seven seasons, though? I guess so. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, Janeway's like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, they they get to the point where they're, um, Picard was in sickbay, right? Yeah, well, the, the orchids came, which was really trippy, was really yeah. a cool thing. Once they get to the planet, they're brought down by the orchids, basically. It's like a defense system. And yeah, so basically they're big giant space flowers that yeah. you know are basically going to wrap themselves around you and boom, pull it's, you into the atmosphere. It's the most Star Trekky thing out of this whole show, I think. Uh, yeah, it really was. It, it really reminded trippy. me a lot of season one of TNG. Yeah, it's like if they had a massive budget, here you go, space work. It's right. Like whoa, that was cool. I, I thought that was, uh, and again, the visuals amazing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We got to hear Picard get close to using profanity when he said pissing me off. Yeah. Um, which actually, I didn't mind that. I thought that was pretty funny because he said it just as grumpy as he's been acting. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I didn't mind that, that at all. That was that was fine. <laughs> but yeah, that to me was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed that. But if he was like, "Don't uh, fuck with me," I would have been like, "What the no?" Exactly. But uh, too many f words. Um, yeah. Enough. And, and so we basically, we get down there. The cube has been pulled down too, because it came in. Yeah, it came into, uh, that's what's funny is uh, all of a sudden everyone has a map to the, where they went. When it didn't, right. didn't seem like that was, that needed to be more explained, I thought. But I guess the Seven brought the cube in to help them, the Lasrina. Was it Nariki? He did something out of character, by the way. He just, like, started shooting at them. <laughs> yeah. That was like, uh, you're so secret- secretive. Why are you all of a sudden shooting them? Like, what's your plan? Is there a plan? <laughs> but the board Desperation. Yeah, right. The board cube. It, I would have been cool to see the board cube, like, fire upon Eric's ship. But, like, nothing happened. Like, basically, they all, they all come in. And then the orchids bring him down to the planet, which is the Borg entering the atmosphere. That was a really cool visual. That was, you felt like it was going to destroy the whole planet with the, the right. scale. But 
and they're all okay. <laughs> Everybody's good. They're totally good. And you can clearly walk in and find them. It's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the huge, the, well, the pork cube's very small. Right. I think it's a two-room, two room. Uh, <laughs> one bath. It's like a TARDIS. Um, it's a TARDIS. Right. Yeah. It's like a studio apartment. Yeah. Built for tough. Um, <laughs> it was cool seeing Eleanor and, and Picard reunite. Yeah. You know, that was awesome. I, uh, you know, I, I keep calling him Legolas, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he, um, I like, I, I, I like the I sword. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was saying, I like the sword. I you know, just cut the damn hair. You know, that's all, right. you, need, that's all the, you really need to do is change the hair. Do you don't need? Holy shit, man! What is this? Like, yeah, it's just it's all it's it really feels like a Lord of the Rings character was <laughs> just written into the script. Right, because he's got he looks like an elf. He's got the ears. Yeah, he looks and, like an elf. That's it. <laughs> just pull that wig off, man. I'm sure it's hot. Like, let's just right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, they really amped up. Uh, you could tell it's coming towards the end because they didn't really talk about Picard's brain issue was brought up like episode two, I think, and then they didn't right. really talk about it again. They had that cool moment when he visited Riker and Troy. Troy knew, you know, that was interesting. Yeah. That was a really cool moment. I thought Marina Sirtis really acted that well. You know, she you could she conveyed she she knew the truth and started you know getting emotional about it. That was really cool. But yeah, the really kick it in this episode like I don't know stress really made it come about more I you thought he had more time it's almost like it's um, written in to be that way <laughs> right I know you know on the, on the board cube you know we see seven of nine back again and everybody's happy to see her that's great um, but you know thank god the cards there because uh, you know he asked them to bring up the long range sensors which you know obviously no one would have thought to do anyway I'm sure mm -hmm. without the card <laughs> but once they're activated, you know, they see the fleet of 218 Romulan warbirds, which is just, you know, again, overkill. Holy for the shit, max. yeah. Like, maybe five or ten would be good? I don't think we need right. fucking 200. And again, it screws up the whole, like, they really needed Starfleet's help to evacuate. They have all these yeah. ships. What the hell? Right. It's like, I, yeah, they must have repopulated just fine. It was that copy and paste feature, you know, all the effects artists do now. It's like, we just gotta, you know, oh my god. Like, Star Wars does it too, like, way, just too much. Like, you would have me at ten. We don't need hundreds of ships. <laughs> yeah, it was It was just a lot. That was yeah. just crazy town. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a little, yeah. And it, it there's a lot of moments in these episodes uh, the last three we're covering here kind of where time time seems to stop even though shit's coming you know it's right like, do we have time for all of this <laughs> you know I think it's uh, like going to the ready room for you know a few meetings right right well you're being fired on you know I mean I, I get it <laughs> right well the I guess the writers didn't like the idea of star dates so I think that would have been cool to have a log like that would have been really neat to have Picard have a log of this right. whole show, like that would have, I think that would have made things so much better. You wouldn't even have to have a lot of exposition scenes. He could probably do that through his log, and you could just go from there. But hopefully, yep. they'll do that next season. That's <laughs> funny. Picard's the only one you can think of the sensors. <laughs> and you know, when we walk through the rest of this episode, which you know I'll do fairly quickly, just because yeah. it leads into the next one. But you know, my my two other 
minor complaints is, uh, you know, Picard tells Eleanor uh, or Legolas, um, you know, about his illness and all that. Mm -hmm. Tells him that the XBs need him now more than Picard does. Yeah. It's like, you know, if we're going through all that crap to try to find someone to help protect you, you keep ditching him off entirely. (laughs) You know, and... uh, yeah, like you, so, you don't even need the character. You could have totally wrote that character off, basically. Right. It yeah. Why is this, Why is this person here except for just some cool fight moves? I mean. Yeah. I don't know if they're planning an action figure or what, but <laughs> I mean, I like the character. I really do. I'll buy it for a dollar. I don't know. You're right. You know, but I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. That was just kind of. It just felt weird again to me. You know, he's gonna do his own thing, but. Uh, you know, once we finally get to the uh, station there, um, you get to see a lot of the synths. Yeah. You know, and some some of them are very robotic-like. and um, I like that touch. That was nice. Yeah, I, I did too. And you get to see the uh, other Soji. Yeah. Sutra? She's quite intense. Yeah, I really, I that was that was a nice surprise. I was like, wow, she looks like Data. Like that's really, right, really cool look. Like, and it's her. It's like, man, and she really did a good job for performing that part. Like, and you knew by, I think you knew from the start she was not really good. <laughs> right, she's more right. Lord's daughter than anything. Yeah, for sure, and uh, she does the mind melt. Yeah. Um, how'd you feel about that? I didn't like it. Unless, I did not like it either. Unless she's organic in any way, but that didn't make any damn sense. Yeah. And then no, we, I mean, <laughs> the uh, Vulcans are telepathic. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, that, like, that really rewrote a lot of, you know, continuity there. Right, yeah. Maybe she had Bluetooth and it was very advanced. Uh, that could have been something <laughs> they talked about. But <laughs> Yeah, it was like... Uh, well, yeah, we get to meet another soon because you know I, I was I thought that was gonna be Data. I thought that was uh, Brent. You know he's playing that character. I was like, oh my god, Data's human! Like this is what I right. wanted. This is awesome. But no, he's just another soon because because we we need another soon. And so, <laughs> but he was like saying, oh Sutra, she's uh, she's a hobbyist of Vulcan culture and she's mastered the mind melt. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Can I take a maybe a community class, community edge class to do a Vulcan nerve pinch? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 101. But, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, you know, ugh. I don't know. So, I mean, uh, the rest of it, you know, in, in a nutshell, Sutra turns out to be kind of a, you know, fly in the ointment for everyone else. Breaks out. What's his name? Mark. <laughs> Neric. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> no one cares about his name. No you. Cares, right. It doesn't matter. Him and his sister. I mean, nobody cares. Incest brother, right. come here. Right, yeah. So she breaks out Mark, and, um, uh, you know, they, they end up killing the one. Yeah. Um, which was just crazy, because, you know, I thought that one was actually an interesting yeah. sense. You know, the way they portrayed her, and uh, that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, no, she's, she's dead now. So 
Why not? You can kill him by just stabbing him in the eye, too. Like, it felt like... Yeah. And I'm sure she had an off switch. Couldn't you have just done that? Like, why'd you have to right. be so barbaric about it? Ah. Right. I mean, you know, they took Data apart a thousand times at right. TNG. Right. He got shot at. I think she yeah. could take a little uh, knife through the eye. That's just odd. Right. <laughs> Murder. There, I don't know. It was a, that was a weird episode to me for for several reasons you know we had part though uh trying to get a hold of starfleet um and letting them know about the attack and in, in the impending attack of the romulans and trying to get some help which yeah. i don't think they didn't they didn't show him getting a response did they no no i think they have uh, at&t there and it just takes a little bit of time it's like aol you know the old old days it, right that's it was, right it was dialing up so he just hoped it went out and <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god it's funny yeah yeah it had a lot of cool build-up you know the episode did what i have right. a problem with is they go they know time's running out right well i guess they don't know the ships are coming yet but they're like okay synth fills over there board cube over here Let's go over and see how they're doing on the board cube. Thinking the scale it is, it would be like you, it's a long walk for one. You get there because their ship's down, the Lestrina's down. Yeah. You get over there to the board cube. They walk right into, you know, where everyone's at. <laughs> and it, you just felt like it's just so convenient. But you get seven again, right? And you're like, yes, seven. I love seven. I love seven. And then just like, Okay, cool. Bye. I'm just like, yeah. Why didn't they bring him with them? Like, yeah, you I, go save the universe. Yeah. What the? F I don't. That's just. I hate that. That's just not good, in my opinion. No. You know. It was dumb. I think it's the. It's like a distraction. Like, seven of nine. Sweet. What are we gonna do? Nothing. We're just gonna say hi and we're gonna leave and then we won't see him again for a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? And, and you're right. It, it's all very small. It's like yeah. You know, there was a. 600 yard area in which everything happens on this planet <laughs> right it's just yeah, I, I don't know yeah and it just feels like when you get you all you get is hero moments from these characters which I appreciate but they don't feel like they're earned like right they, you know you, they get to the cube and Seven's kicking bodies off the platform which is it's cool and she's like what are you doing here and da 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 like that just felt like did we miss something? Is there a scene that was cut out that right. <laughs> set this up better? I don't know, but you know, uh, you can say nitpicking. I want to but... see the I, I want to see the sci-fi show that you know the ship crashes on onto a world and you're supposed to find a city, but it's like on the other side of the world. It takes the entire season oh. just to get them to that town. Nice, better copyright that. You know, but it, it's just it'll never happen because it's not convenient. You know. Right. It, it, <laughs> They're it's just like, walking. Oh, thank God, my ship crashed on this huge, giant Jupiter-like planet, but <laughs> I could see the city from here. You know, right. Right. how lucky! <laughs> Buy a lottery ticket too. There you go. <laughs> just hitchhike, hitchhike. Yeah, hitchhike. Like you know, <laughs> I don't know. The the one the one thing that I thought was cool from a dialogue perspective was when um, Soji, you know, Picard kind of makes the plea. On, on you know what to do and so Jesus basically says that uh, you know their people cannot be his means of redemption and uh, you know I thought that was a pretty cool uh, kind of mm -hmm. confrontation and uh, kind of a character growth moment for Soji um, even though you know that's not the answer Picard wanted to hear 
but uh, it was uh, you know they they send them into house arrest and you know poof we uh, <laughs> yeah we Vicard's, go to Commodore O yeah Vicard's speech just wasn't it wasn't that good you know it mm-hmm. felt like this is supposed to be a, like a speech to win you know everyone over it just felt really weak and I totally I, if I was there I'd be with the other team I think like nah we're good. <laughs> You know? Yeah, this was this was an Independence Day speech, you know. It was just kind of yeah. It's like you're not moving me, man. This is this is weak sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's total weak sauce. Come but, on, Picard. Uh, and you know, we get to the end, and you know, poof, the uh, 218 ships show up, right? Right. Yeah. So part two of the episode, um, Narek he makes his way from Mark, Mark, <laughs> Marky Mark. Uh, makes, makes his way from the synthville to the Borg again. Walks right into a convenient uh, room that you know he's trying to avoid all the XBs and so on. And Eleanor and Seven are talking, and it's kind of weird because Seven's like, or Eleanor's like, you think these XBs should just die? And Seven's like, well, I'm an XB. You think I should die? And he's like, no, I'll miss you. And it just felt like, yeah. I don't think we got enough time for you guys to really get to know each other. <laughs> you know, it just right. Now, if they would have inserted, like, you know, and they said, this show represents 20 hours or so on, I would buy that. But it goes by so quickly, you don't buy yeah. it. It's like, it's not earned for him to say that to me. Just felt right like, out of character. Like, he doesn't and even really know And when we really first meet her. him, he hates everything anyway, you know, and now right. he's just the big giant nice guy. Right, right. And, of course, uh, Mark, you know, he's looking for his grenades because, you know, he wants to blow some shit up and... Uh, Runs into his sister, uh, Nerissa. Oh, Melissa and Mark. <laughs> Melissa and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like a um, John Kruger song or whatever. <laughs> Jack and Diane. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, how you doing? She's, you know, they're, they're getting reacquainted. Um, and she she says, did you fuck any of the synths? I was just like, Jesus, when she said that. like, what Right, the, here we go what? again. Why? This is so dumb. Like, I was in on what they were talking about until she asked that stupid-ass question. Do you fuck any of them? I'm like, really? Like, that's so dumb. That's like a teenager wrote it or something. I don't Yeah, they were really so going dumb. for that Game of Thrones-type plot. And right, right. It was a total misfire. I mean, right. I don't know. It was, it was. And then uh, over on the La Serena, Rios and Raffi are playing with this, which uh, we didn't talk about, but... Uh, um, they get this magical tool from Synthville, which I think is really stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, it just felt like it was like a magic wand for Star Trek. You know, it just didn't. There's no explanation. You know, and right. It you know it's from the Harry Potter verse. <laughs> it's like you just imagine. You know, John uh, Lennon uh, came through and was like, imagine, imagine anything. And yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, did the synths make this? Did it come from? The uh, people who were there on the planet when they came, they came to establish a synth compound, whatever. Like, just really a lot of more, a lot more questions than answers. Had the Stark Industries logo on it. <laughs> that <would have> been <laughs> nanotech. It's just, it's a wand, basically. Use your imagination, right. and then it gets fixed. And it just felt really out of place, you know. And then of course the ship's all fixed and. Everything's looking up, you know, and then uh, meanwhile back in Synthville, um, Dr. Soon, he's uh, downloading uh, memories from the uh, android uh, Narek or Mark and uh, um, Sutra killed. 
doesn't know they killed her yet, which is funny because yeah. I think Sutra would be like, you know, I think I should probably stop him from doing that because he's going to find out I killed her. <laughs> right. Gerardi is doing the self-sacrifice, which I didn't understand entirely. They've kind of made her into a mother figure, which it's kind of a stretch, but, you know, it's just I don't really understand all of it. And, of course, she proclaims she isn't and calls soon an asshole behind his back. Um, she's transferring... I don't know if she's transferring her mind to the golem, but she's helping soon with this whole golem thing, which you know is a setup for, you know, hmm, right. I don't know who, but something, something, right? Probably Bruce Maddox. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna bring him back. Yeah, good old, good old Bruce. So yeah, Nerik has a change of heart, and he comes to Los Serena, and he's like, "Hey, let's go blow this beacon up," you know, and then, you know, they they have their doubts about him. They decide to have a campfire. Yeah. And he explains again why Romulans fear sins, and they get into the uh, religious mythology and all that stuff. I like to think that there's an overcast of darkness for them to do that, because otherwise it's like, we don't have a lot of time here, guys. Why are we having these campfires and shit? Like, I like the scenery, but it just feels like, hey, we're we're in a rush right now. This beacon's being built, and, you know, maybe we should maybe take the ship there and crash it into the beacon, shoot it. I don't know. Right. Like, why do we need grenades? We just launched the ship over there. So Girardi... You know, gave Mark something to do. Right, right. So they're like, hey, we got a plan. Let's go over and let's go blow this beacon up. Um, and get the hell out of here, kid. <laughs> and uh, Picard and uh, Girardi, she helps Picard escape. They get into Lestrina and they head up to uh, space to greet the Romulans. Trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Picard's going to... He's trying to write a speech in his head, you know. He's having brain problems, of course. Down in Synthville, the uh, soon works with um, with the A team, you know, uh, Rios and everybody, to try to blow up this damn beacon, and it doesn't go well, of course. Uh, so she catches the bomb and just throws it up, and she's just like, "Not today." You know, yeah. She's she's DJing the control panel at the ground ground floor, and soon just shuts Sutra off, which I was like. Really? <laughs> you just yeah, could have done that exactly. the whole time? You know, it just felt... Yeah, it just felt... It was such a build-up. I thought he was going to die. I thought she was going to kill him, for sure. And right. he just confronts her and basically tells him, I know what you did and all that, you know. Turns her off with a, with a pen. And, yeah, no one around them cares. So, you know, they're just standing there, all the machines. They don't really uh, talk about that. Just kind of ignore it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Picard's hoping, of course, his Starfleet message went through. You know, they have CenturyLink, AOL, maybe Mediacom. <laughs> you know, it's just taking some time. So he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So Girardi's like, uh, hey, how about the Picard maneuver? And that was a kind of, that was funny, you know, because we know the Picard maneuver is really just like, I think it's mostly uh, Patrick Stewart adjusting his top of his spacesuit back in the TNG days. And, uh, right. So it's kind of like a fan thing. And, uh, but yeah, it's actually a real maneuver he did with the Stargazer, uh, appearing, making the ship appear in two places at once. So they do the same with La Serena with the magical wand device from Stark Industries. Girardi's face gets multiplied to show what it can do, which scares the shit out of you because you're like, poor Bruce, that's what he saw when he before he died. <laughs> um, but <laughs> anyway, it, you know what? It's all good. She she just killed one guy. We're all happy. She's she's great. No biggie. She's great. We're gonna yeah. She's gonna, good again. We're gonna have drinks. This is, this is fabulous. Um, 
Yay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, back on the board cube, you get to have a nice standoff with uh, Seven and Nerissa, and she kicks the bitch off the platform, which was awesome. She's like, this is for Hugh. That was awesome. Um, I didn't hear a thump, though. Given her history with beaming out, I'm thinking she's still alive. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I really hope not, because I then it's too. just a waste of, you know, Seven kicking her ass. I just wish it was a I thump. I hope she's really dead. <laughs> Should have just been a really violent death. <laughs> she just hit so many things on the way down. <laughs> yeah, and got impaled. I was thinking of that, too. You know I mean? That would even be cooler. And just slid off the sharp yeah, object like, and then fell again. Exactly. Bye, Melissa. <laughs> we'll miss you. Not really. Terrible character. Yeah. <laughs> Evil bitch. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, the, the Picard mover, the Picard maneuver... They, they do, they multiply the, the Lostrina, and it looks like it's going to work, and then they get shot, and it's like, you know, just like a lot of things introduced in the show, it's, oh, this is cool, and then, no, it doesn't work anymore. Um, they're back to square one. So they're just sitting there adrift, basically. And then, um, yeah, uh, all the space workers have come out to play, and they've been shot down because there's, like, over 200 ships, so they'll, they'll definitely take them down easily. But, yeah, we get a nice surprise by... Captain Riker uh, yes. and his fleet of ships newly made Starfleet ships which kind of generic but you know there's not like a lot of detail on them he was clearly I think on a redressed disco bridge which I get it for the budget sake you gotta you know you gotta make because um, that's the problem with the show it was filmed in California so right. they I don't think that's why you didn't get a lot of sets I think and you got a lot of desert planets and stuff because they're like let's just go shoot something out and the backyard here and make it work. Yeah, they can go to the Spawn Ranch where Manson lived and just, you know, <laughs> film over there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> but I get it. Picard, or Stewart's old. He, he doesn't want to go to Canada. I get it. You know, to film and I guess Riker wasn't supposed to be in this. Uh, Admiral Fuckoff was supposed to save the day and uh, I, I guess they shot her scene and they just decided in the last second to switch it out and have Riker show up which i you know hey i welcomed it i thought it was pretty cool i was excited to see him on the, on the bridge again and he you know his acting chops are still great i think and yeah he plays authoritative still very very well you know yeah. and like i want that, that one show of my favorite scene if he wasn't busy with directing like give me a show of that like i'm all yeah. for it like i think we should have got a titan show but who knows maybe uh he'll get a little bit more as he gets his feet wet more with acting again maybe he'll do more hopefully uh season two i hope to see a lot of people back um, but that yeah. was you know the new ships they look kind of cool they're definitely copy and paste you know it's like yeah. you, you got 200 we got 300 paste right so yeah there's a little standoff there and you know picard's trying to keep telling soji to turn the beacon off and she's like no and he's like okay i'll call you back and yeah, exactly. The portal gets opened up and the matrix comes through a little bit, which, uh, yeah, that really, I'm not, I don't like that. I would have been more of a fan of nothing came through. It was just kind of up to you. I think a lot of that would have been better just in your mind. Like, you know, did something come out of it? Did, did it not? What I would have liked to have seen this shit ton of Borg come out of it. That would have been, oh yeah, like a beehive. Like you just kicked open a beehive and they're just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, that would have been something. That would have been something. Yeah, I didn't like this. And maybe it was a very advanced Borg. I don't know. It just... Did, were you 
Were you a fan of this tentacle metallic octopus uh, from Godzilla? Uh, no, I just I, I just thought to myself, uh, no, <laughs> you know why? <laughs> oh, look, it's a metal snake. Right. And, I'm scared. And no one's reacting to it too. None of the Starfleet ships or the Romulan ships. It's like you think they'd be firing at it or something, you know? Like, right. It's just oh, weird. huh? Weird. <laughs> anyway, let's just stare each other down like it's high noon and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, in our in our 450 total ships on the screen. Right. <laughs> it's like a glitch. Um, it would have been cool to see old ships, too, you know? Like like Picard said in the beginning, they were trying to do, like, Dunkirk, right? Uh, yeah. To rescue. Like, that would have been cool to see old-ass ships. But, it, you know, it's I think it's the new creator's fault. They don't want to give any credit much, you know? They'll give you the, the TNG Enterprise. That's about it. They're going to use right. Discovery shuttles because they made those and other things like that. So that would have been really cool to see some old school ships with some new stuff like that. And maybe they didn't have enough time because I think a lot of this sadly was redressed or you know redone because it didn't make sense and they just didn't have the time. They had to frantically put everything together to make it kind of more sense. So so Picard finally gets Soji to turn the beacon off. You know, I didn't think his speech was that great, but uh, you know, it, it worked. So that's all that matters. She destroys <laughs> exactly. destroys the control panel, and then uh, Riker's fleet are like, you know, have a nice rapport with Romulan, who Commodore. Oh, I guess she's she's a general O now for Romulan. So she just like up and left Starfleet. I don't know if they're gonna explore trying to charge her with anything. Yeah, they just, she just left her cover. You know. Mm, yeah. Right, she's just uh, new phone. Who this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she didn't give. She wasn't given a lot to do. I, I mean, I guess she's just on a bridge, and Riker didn't do too much, I guess either. But yeah, you kind of wish they would have uh, explored more of that. Uh, I get Riker because that was like a last minute thing, but tells her we're happy to squirt you out of here. You know, um, right? Basically saying we're gonna squirt you out of here. It's not a. It's not a choice. It's gonna happen. Tells Picard and everybody bye, because <laughs> Picard's dying and he's not like until he's not gonna tell Riker. Yeah, you know, his his friend he had for all these years. He's just like, thanks, Will. See you later. And then he croaks basically. And I thought that was a missed opportunity. That really would have been cool for Riker to be with him when he died. You know, somebody yep. we knew to be with him. You know. He could have been like, hey, Will, I'm, I'm about to die. Do you mind sticking around for a tear or two? <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Like that. But, yeah, that just felt like Riker's like, all right, we got to go. Like, he's in a hurry. Like, oh, shit, Troy's making dinner. I got to get back. Um, <laughs> Playtime's over. Um, yeah, my pizza's getting burnt. He's not even wearing pants. He's like, I got to go. <laughs> I do like the new uniforms, though. It has that cool uh, texture to it. It's not, it's not cloth. It feels like it's something. I don't know. I, I'm really... I'm digging that. I think that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I thought they looked cool. I do, I do. So, yeah, Picard dies, and, you know, everyone's very upset who, you know, these people only knew him for three weeks, so they're very upset about it. I pretty much suspected he was going to go into the Gollum thing. Rios and Seven have a, you know, they have some, they have a moment. You're not really sure where that's going, but, you know, they're all just, you know, trying to deal with, uh, they're all grieving for Picard, basically. And, of course, you get a right. nice scene with Picard and Data, in the darkened study of the Chateau Picard, which was, you know, I thought this was very strong, this whole scene with him and Data. I thought that was really pretty solid. 
turns out Data's consciousness has survived all this time. He wasn't really dead, per se, I guess, um, ever since Nemesis, so he didn't really get a closure on death. He just kind of was resurrected, uh, his mind right. was, anyway. And, um, yeah, it was a great scene. I was really glued to my phone, because I usually watch it on my phone. <laughs> um, yeah. It's pretty sad, but um, come to find out, Data wants to die again. Um, I mean, he probably didn't want to die the first time, but I was like, we came all this way, and he's going to die again? I'm like, ah, damn it. It's like, Picard, tell him no. But Yeah. Yeah, he's like, Picard, when you return to your new body, which is uh, <laughs> so many so many new uh, questions will be <laughs> raised about this whole new body thing. Um, right. Yeah, can you un, uh, un- kill me, unplug my programmer? my consciousness if you will uh my my question was did you think his consciousness reached picard through his dreams because how is that all you know explained you know it just felt like yeah i don't i don't know and if they want us to believe that that's the answer i don't know if i like that answer yeah i agree yeah i just felt and another weak moment you know like what was it all about you know yeah I think it would have been more interesting if the car was there the whole time, maybe. But then again, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, hmm. you have more questions than answers, you know? Right. They have finally have a nice farewell with each other. They didn't get the chance to on in Nemesis, you know? And I guess it was hard for them to do that scene. It took a couple takes to get it right. And so, yeah, Picard's reborn to the, the Gollum body. They didn't bother to give him any powers or anything or make him look younger, which you know why, because... Stewart's oh, yeah. got to stay on the show, and they're not going to de-age him all the time. And but yeah, we they, didn't give you any superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't give you anything. You're still going to die soon, so it's all right. <laughs> Live for yeah, the that's moment. They use the, the word superpowers. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Oh, again, uh, definitely uh, modern day writers here who uh, mm-hmm. haven't probably dived into a lot of uh, other writings from the past. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, that is the thing to think of though the the generation of writers who wrote old Trek that we you know, love, you know they their inspirations for from older writers who you know were very uh, influential. They set the stage, you know, the tone, how to do things. And now you got this new generation who's probably learned a lot off the internet and video games and stuff like that. So it's just exactly you know it's like oh god, um, but yeah. So it looks like he has more spunk. I would say, you know, he was just kind of yeah. old manning it, and maybe that was intentional. I'd like to think it was, but gets used to his new body a little bit, has a little breakfast with everybody. Everyone's, you know, everything's fine. Uh, we're all happy. And, um, yeah, Data's end finally comes. Blue Sky is sung by the actress who plays Soji. Forgive me, I don't know her name offhand. Incredible voice. Yeah, very, very powerful. Voice. Very powerful singing there, you know, uh, really moving. And I've listened to it by itself on, like, through YouTube. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. Data, you know, he's in his robe, in his consciousness, I guess. He's in Picard's uh, Chateau of Picard, which I'm like, wouldn't he be in his own place? Like, I, I, again, more questions. I don't know. But yeah, he's drinking some wine, and uh, Picard ba- basically begins unplugging Data's USB drives. <laughs> That's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
And as he does that, Data ages and dies. And then you got the uh, TNG Picard holding his hand as he dies on a couch, which I thought it was really, really cool. You know, uh, kind of a I'm not crying, you are moment. Um, I did uh, think, like, wouldn't it suck if Picard just plugged him back in and it's like, and he just, like, became Data again? He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, all you do is plug those things back in. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's technology, right? You could just plug it back in. And Data's like, damn it. I want to I die. I want to die. <laughs> Data, I guess, actually died, I guess. Uh, I've heard Spiner doesn't want to play Data again. I, I understand that. I would like to see Lore again, though. I think, because uh, that, that's out there. That should have been, I think that would have been cool for them to explore lore like they they didn't have data around to use to make these machines so they had to use lore but they didn't tell you that right like, that would have been really interesting i think really interesting but yeah so at the end of all of this uh, the crew the crew's assembled everyone's um everyone's just loving each other gerardi you know she's a cold-blooded murderer but hey let me kiss rios everything's good we got our com badges i'd like to think time has passed uh from when Picard got the new body to them leaving because so much has changed in a heartbeat like the synth band was removed you don't really get a board cube conclusion because you see Seven on on the ship Dolores uh, Serena and right. she seems to be romantically linked to Raffi and it, to me that just felt like out of nowhere but I'd like to think there was passage of time so right. I'm not exactly against it I was at first because I thought it was just thrown in there for a representation grab, you know, like, uh, let's just take something that doesn't make sense and throw it in there just to get right. more people to like this, you know, and get distracted by how kind of the writing, how weak it is in parts. I'm not against it. I just felt like it came out of nowhere. And, yeah, you know, it. Uh, I would have liked to see it. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I, I, I don't mind it in general, but I would have really bought into it more if there was a, a couple scenes with them where there was some sort of you know interaction or yeah. you know anything right but there, there was no setup right exactly that's just that's just my complaint you know it just felt like it was just thrown in there without much thought other than hey let's have some representation even though they already have a lot of that and I think you should put your characters first before you get in, and not make that be the interesting factor of them, you know, it just, it's, that should be right. like a, an added bonus, if you will. I'm not against it. Just felt like out of left field, like what the hell? It's just kind of like Picard making out with Rios all of a sudden or Eleanor, like, wait a minute. What? Right. What, what did I miss here? <laughs> They're all one happy family looks like. And they, uh, they, they warp out of there and, um, yeah. Engage. I, engage. I still, have an issue with Girardi with the murder thing uh, do you think that you know season two they can probably improve things do you think they'll kind of just skip over this whole she murdered Bruce Maddox thing or what yeah I mean if, if the writing continues like it did this season I think yeah you'll, you probably won't even hear anything else about it right yeah as we jump from thing to thing and consequences will save I think the show for season two right. if we actually you know they go to DS12 and drop her ass off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, I, you know, it was kind of a stretch for her to say, oh, poisoned her mind. And just felt like it was like someone who was caught killing somebody. And they're like, I got to blame somebody. Um, oh, did it. <laughs> she made me kill yeah. her. Like, really? All right. Okay. You're, you're forgiven. Let's, uh, we trust you now. All I got to say is, Rios, watch your back. Uh, don't piss her off. 
<laughs> right, um, exactly. <laughs> or hell, you don't even have to do anything. She'll just kill you. So a uh, full crew now they have does fix the issue with the holograms. I still wish we would have seen the holograms throughout the show. It kind of, they dropped that idea too many times, you know, and it just kind of was brought back for convenience. Yeah. But yeah, we got a new showrunner for season two. So things are looking up, I think. Head writer is Mark Menarden. He has done a podcast with Kevin Smith. He's a really good writer, has a lot of great ideas. He's a major Star Trek fan, so that's very hopeful there. He wrote for Castle Rock and Treadstone. He actually left Treadstone, which is like a uh, Born Identity spinoff series. He oh, left yeah. That, he left that show for this show because he's like, I always wanted to be on Trek, so I really hope Kurtzman doesn't, like, you know, push against them too much on what they want to do. You know, I hope yeah. he just gets out of their damn way and lets them run with the uh, things. And, yeah, we got Whoopi coming back as Guinan. That's very exciting. Hopefully it won't be a downer, you know. She's like a crack addict now or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which is another thing that reminds me is um, Rafi. Her addictions come and go, don't they? Like, it's right. never brought up again, but then it is, and it's just like, really confused. But, yeah, it's been picked up for a season two and three, and they'll be shooting back-to-back. So, we'll probably get that uh, uh, 2021, 2022, I imagine. So, uh, very excited, very excited. Not perfect. I think you can sit back and not be critical of it and enjoy it, but when you start thinking of some of the things they've presented, it, there's a lot of wonder, <laughs> if you will. Right. But, yeah, I mean, to me, there was, like, a lot of amazing parts, and yeah. then just some scratch-your-head things that... Mm-hmm. I just I don't think fit exactly but overall it was a good show um, I look forward to Discovery Season 3 I, I hope it's going to be the best one yet yeah we got a little tease at the beginning of this ep- or last episode of Vernon waving the torn up uh, Federation flag I believe so uh-huh. that's that's coming I just hope she's not the answer to everyone's problems that gets a little old to me you right know, I think everyone can contribute <laughs> but yeah I guess it's like Picard, you know, like only him can think of the sensors for the Borg cube. And yeah, um, I think everyone needs to be able to have a brain on the show and explore yeah, that. Chip in just a little. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, overall, uh, did you like the season and all that? Yeah, overall, I liked it a lot. It was just, uh, you know, it, it, uh, is it, I would rewatch it again. For oh, sure. yeah, for sure. Um, Love to see a fan of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm mean, obviously a big seven to nine fan. Um, you know, seeing Picard is just amazing. The Riker Troy parts. Yeah. You know, there was some. There was some good stuff, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I really hope it's not as disjointed for a season two. Yes, I I totally agree. I totally agree. I hope hopefully they got enough time to. They should have enough time now to craft things. They you know we got the the COVID thing happening, so you know. Yeah. Um, think they're meeting now and hopefully they'll have a good idea uh they could have a really good arc if they have seasons two and three back to back you know right i look forward to that and i hope they bring in tashiar's romulan daughter which i thought was piloting that old school romulan ship that would have been really cool reveal uh for the last episode bring back characters like that i say you know but yeah picard is dead i'd I'd say that's safe to say this really isn't Picard anymore. Do you do you think that? I mean, he doesn't have the soul. He has the brain. But maybe that's a question itself that, you know, Trek has proposed so many times about living beings, you know. Um, but, yeah, how do, you, how do you feel all about that artificial Picard? He has, he's no longer... I think, 
I think they really tried to build it up so it was just like, oh, hey, you're alive again. Uh, nothing new with your body, so you're just going to be a normal person. <laughs> and so I don't think we're going to see anything that's different. Yeah, yeah. That would, it would be at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is like, couldn't that wand fix his brain problem before he died? <laughs> yeah, that's all it does, is, is it fixes his brain problem so he can live. Imagine, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to see that device anymore. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little too hocus pocus for my taste for, for Star Trek. I want to see him take off his shirt and maybe like have a boob on his back or something <laughs> weird. Yeah. Everybody just kind of laughs. In touch the it, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, this was fun. And yeah, we will be back. Everyone out there, stay safe, stay home if you can. The future is hopeful. If anything, Star Trek has taught us that it is that. In, until we got to Picard, that is. But. Um, right, but we'll still <laughs> pretend it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, with that said, um, I'm Josh. I'm Steve. Two to be mount. <laughs> <laughs>